You are now on air. Morning audio date is 06.29.2023. Current time is 06.04 a.m. Eastern time here in upstate New York. That'd be the southern tier of upstate New York where I live and reside this morning. And this is the Fireman Rich audio podcast. And good morning, folks. We're getting our day started this morning. A hashtag positive start to the day. Hashtag PSTTD. And this is Rich Roberts on Spotify for podcasters here doing the, the Thursday Man Rich Audio Podcast. And I do have the morning coffee. It is the morning coffee uh, broadcast here that we do. Mmm. Coffee stays in good that we do on Tuesdays and Thursdays, but this past Tuesday we did the Mixed Cloud. We do that uh, twice a month, so it's every other week, I guess. Uh, I'm doing a Tuesday audio podcast, but we're here on this Want to Be Friday as we're getting the day started, and I hope everybody's getting uh, their day started uh, uh, off to uh, on the right foot, I guess, as the saying goes. And uh, we are doing. Uh, that as we speak, I guess, because we're here doing the pod, uh, the audio podcast. <laughs> so, uh, but it's good to be here. Uh, just got done setting this all up, and I, I while I was setting this up, I was uh, let me go ahead and back out the intro music. I was setting this up, and I was just looking at the workflow, and it's a completely different setup when I do audio compared to when I do the live stream. As far as that goes, I still use the same. You know, I'm still using the main PC box desktop and and such but I've, I've i brought in other pieces of hardware so uh as far as when i get to the world temperatures i've got my tablet i'm recording this on the uh lg stylo 5 android track phone phone that's been uh, uh, uh a godsend here the last couple years that i've had it so i think i've had it about like two maybe three four years now but it's been uh, a, a great uh, uh piece of hardware uh especially broadcasting doing the podcast part of a mobile i mean the setup i have right now is in essence a mobile studio i could pick this up in like less than five minutes and and, and go 100 miles and have a podcast as far as that goes the only thing i got to make sure is that i would have uh, available internet but even that i wouldn't have i just record it and i could uh just uh load it up on the uh upload it via the phone and uh so it's just the world we live in. It's just the technology. It never ceases to amaze me. But uh, we are getting our day started here on this Thursday. And currently the temperature here in upstate New York, the southern tier of upstate New York, is 56 degrees Fahrenheit. So uh, uh, it's waking up this morning. And that equates to about 13 degrees Celsius. And uh, we do have a active... Uh, Active air quality alert. I wanted to bring that up. Let me, uh, I forgot. To, there's always one thing uh, that I, <laughs> I seem to forget. And um, 
I'm just thinking it now as far as air quality meter so I can oh let's see no we don't want that let's see let's go and uh, if you just bear with me for one moment okay there it is that's what I want uh, oh wow we, we, we are increased so there's going to definitely be no walk today it's in the unhealthy area yesterday I, I looked at this meter yesterday and it was sitting right at 100 now it's sitting up above two it's, it's pushing 200 it's at 196 on the meter so, uh, well, but we'll be talking about that in a minute as, uh, after I get done with the world times and temperatures in Honolulu, Hawaii this morning at 12.08 a.m. They're just uh, dipping into today. It is uh, clear sky, 77 degrees Fahrenheit. In Phoenix, Arizona at 3.08 a.m., it is uh, clear skies, 81 degrees Fahrenheit. Albuquerque, New Mexico at 4.09 a.m. Currently, it's clear Partly cloudy, partly clear, 75 degrees Fahrenheit. In Chicago, Illinois, it's cloudy skies, 72 degrees Fahrenheit at 5.09. And 6.09 currently, the, the time here, also in the southern tier of upstate New York. Down there in New York City, the jungle, it is sunny skies, clear skies and sun, uh, 64 degrees Fahrenheit. In Cork, Ireland, at 11.09 a.m., cloudy sky, 61 degrees Fahrenheit. In Milan, Italy, it is uh, 12.09, lunchtime in Milan, Italy. Uh, I like that city. I've been there. I've, I've, I ran a half a marathon there many years ago, but it's a, a beautiful city. Uh, cloudy skies there in Milan at 78 degrees Fahrenheit. In Mubai, or New Delhi, India at 3.39 p.m. It is uh, cloudy skies. 90. In Mubai, India, south of New Delhi at 3.40 p.m. in the afternoon also. Uh, 81 degrees, 10 degrees uh, lower. They had that yesterday too. Kula Lumpur. Uh, we have uh, clear sunny skies at 6.10 p.m. Uh, in Tokyo, Japan at 7.10 in the evening, 7.10 p.m. in the evening. we got uh, cloudy skies and clear skies, uh, 84 degrees Fahrenheit. In Melbourne, Australia at 8.10 p.m., cloudy skies, 53 degrees Fahrenheit, but sliding over to the east uh, to Sydney, Australia at 810. It's clear skies, 49 degrees Fahrenheit. And those are our world times and temperatures as we speak. And uh, we're going to have some sunshine, cloud mix. Expect widespread area of smoke and haze today. Reduce visibility at times. So we're going to have another yellow uh, Thursday. Several weeks ago, we, we had... Uh, some air quality issues throughout the week and there was one particular day I believe it was a Wednesday and it was bad I call it the yellow day everything was yellow here as far as that goes so we're gonna have a high of 82 degrees Fahrenheit winds light and variable I am very glad that I got the lawns mowed yesterday because I was gonna wait a day but I got them done yesterday so um, let's see the sun will be rising this morning at 5:33 a.m. Well, it already rose, five, it rose uh, was it uh, 10, 20, 30, 40 minutes ago? Sun rose at 5.33 a.m. and uh, will be setting later tonight at 8.46 p.m. So the um, air quality, I'm looking at the meter right now, and I'm going to have to post this up on the, the Twitter feed after I get done doing the uh, 
the audio podcast here. Uh, we're sitting at 196 now on the meter, where yesterday when I looked at this, is just before dinner yesterday at 5, it was sitting at about 100. So the we did have the windows open yesterday. It was pretty nice yesterday. We didn't have the air conditioner, but today we're uh, definitely going to keep the windows closed. And um, what's this dismal? Uh, wildfire smoke in multiple states. Smoke from wildfires in Canada uh, is moving hundreds of miles into the United States, pushing air quality into unhealthy and worse categories in areas from the Mid-Atlantic through the Northeast and parts of the Upper Great Lakes. And these wildland fires aren't unusual. And actually, there's less wildland fires going on, despite the fact that we got this thing going up in Canada. There are, um, statistically, there are a lower amount of wildland fires now, uh, more so out in California. I guess you, 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 when you burn everything down, you know, as far as that, that's, you know, um, it takes care of the wildland fires for a while. I am a, a previous uh, uh, employed firefighter. I was I served in the United States Air Force for 20 years, and I've been a volunteer for probably as many years, 20, 25 years there, as far as that goes, um, as far as uh, before going into service and after I got out of the service, I was a volunteer. And uh, as much as it, you know, it's one of those occurrences when there is a lot of fire, there's a lot of smoke, and they're, they're, the wildland fires, they're probably one of the hardest fires to fight especially when it's a wide uh area that uh encompasses miles and miles of uh forest and wildland uh but here uh let's see they issued the uh air quality alert this morning or updated i guess they they issued it to the 29th yeah it was issued this morning but i think it was updated or reissued, I guess. But anyway, at 4.33 a.m. Uh, this morning, the National Weather Service uh, air quality alert in effect until midnight tonight. The New York State Department of Environmental Conservation at Albany has issued an air quality health alert advisory for uh, uh, fine particles until uh, midnight Eastern Daylight Time, or EDT, uh, tonight. Uh, air quality levels in outdoor areas are predicted to be greater than an air quality index value of 100. And they were at 100. They were at the max yesterday. If it's under 100, it's okay. Over 100, there's some concern with people that may have breathing uh, uh, issues because of the fine particles. The air quality index, or AQI, was created as an easy way to correlate levels of difficult, different pollutants to one scale. The higher the AQI value, the greater the health concern. And it is, this is concern. When it gets over that 100, I'm concerned. When pollute, pollution levels are ele elevated, the New York State Department of Health recommends individuals consider limiting uh, strenuous outdoor physical activity, which I'm basically me and the missus will not be doing a walk this morning to reduce the risk of adverse health effects. People who may be especially sensitive to the effect of elevated levels of pollution include the very young and those with uh, pre-existing respiratory problems, which me and the missus don't have, and none, but nobody in the family really has, but you don't need to be sucking in this crap. Um, but the problems people may have, such as asthma, asthma heart disease, uh, those with symptoms should consider consulting their uh, physician. And um, 
there's a real neat, uh, it's uh, airnow.gov, if you just plug that into your um, uh, web browser there for these interwebs, it'll take you to a page, you plug in your zip code uh, here in the United States, and it will tell you the uh, uh, air quality, and that's where uh, I'm at right now, and it's sitting at 196 as of 5 a.m. this morning, so that's a little bit over an hour and hour and uh, 20 minutes, 15 minutes as far as that goes. And what's this one? So um, we'll be keeping an eye on that and be hunkered down here in the house uh, because of that. And uh, so uh, there, there we have it. But 56 degrees Fahrenheit right now, with uh, which equates to 13 degrees Celsius, as I said. Uh, we do have a thought for today, um, and I did tweet up something after the, the first initial tweets we we're going to get to. It seems like we had a little bit of baseball history last night. But our thought for today comes from Benj Franklin, Benjamin Franklin, a great American, uh, one of the founding fathers, great American patriot. And uh, to discover, this, most people think he discovered electricity. He just could confirm that electricity uh, can come from lightning. That's with his kite and key thing. A lot of people misconstrue that he discovered electricity. Electricity has been around thousands of years before Ben Franklin and been utilized in some cases as far as that goes. But um, he was also the uh, founder of the, the United States Post Office, I believe, too. But we have a good quote from him and uh, our thought for the day. So I take a sip of coffee here, some some good coffee there and it goes as follows any fool can criticize condemn and complain and most fools do so the people that you know it's one thing to provide constructive criticism i guess you could say and i'm at fault at this one too because i, I can easy i can easily criticize i don't think i condemn or complain yeah i do i guess i can do complain the missus says i do complain i, I gotta admit that I'm, I'm trying to come out i am a complainer at times um, but to be criticized, to criticize and condemn and complain, all three of those at the same time, that's not that good. And if you do, you're a fool, plain and simple, you know, because nobody's going to listen to you. They're just going to, you know, uh, in my case, I just keep those people away from me, I guess. <laughs> it's just, they don't, <laughs> there's nothing positive that can come out of that uh, scenario when somebody criticizes, condemns, and complains. As far as that, unless it, it really is necessary, um, as far as uh, the case, even though I don't really, um, I respect the office of the presidency, but I don't really um, favor this uh, particular president that we do have. I have criticized him. I don't think I condemn him because he, he stands for the United States, despite his uh, lack of leadership. And I'm not going to complain about it, but there's a lot of stuff in the news that um, the, the mainstream media and, and such and uh, wherever you get your news on the the internet here and just people in general conversation will do that. They'll criticize, condemn, and complain and um, there might be some reasoning behind it if everybody's doing it. <laughs> I think if everybody's doing it, I think of what, are we all fools? No, sometimes uh, constructive criticism um, I don't know about condemning unless it's necessary as far as that goes. Condemning is that word I guess I put in the category of hate. I don't like using the word hate. Complaining, well, we're, we're human. We're going to complain. 
but uh, condemning that's that's pretty harsh. Constructive criticism is better than being criticized. Just give general criticism. But when you put all three of those together, you are a fool. I would have to agree with Ben Franklin. And um, he probably seen a lot of fools in his day back when this uh, great country of the United States of America, though it does have its issues and problems, then uh, we do criticize it and complain about it, but I'm not condemning it. Um, that's one thing I will never do as far as that goes. Uh, the, this, this great country is greater than any president, really. Um, and so we'll see what happens. Thank God it's only four years <laughs> as far as that goes. Wish we could do that for, uh, um, I, I, I tend to say I didn't, wasn't in favor of, um, term limits, but I think in some cases, uh, uh, when it comes to Congress and the Senate, uh, the Senate and House of Representatives or Congress, maybe there should be. As far as that goes, I know they're trying to push term limits for uh, uh, the um, uh, Supreme Court. Well, maybe we should start with uh, those in government first, as far as that goes, because I think the track record for the Supreme Court is probably going a lot better than Congress. But Congress is just a mismatch of a lot of people and different opinions and different criticisms from both sides and complaining and some sides, both sides do condemn each other, I guess, at times. So there's a bunch of fools <laughs> in Congress using uh, our uh, uh, founding father, Ben Franklin's quote for our thought for day. So I'll give you something to think about there. But I did post uh, about an individual that uh, did some baseball history. We're going to be getting to that in a little bit as we move on. Uh, because today is uh, Thursday, June 29th. It is the 180th day. It is the 26th week of the year and is uh, 49% through the year. And today's selections of national days are uh, National Handshake Day. Yeah. Go ahead. You can shake hands now. You used to bump fists or bump elbows there back during COVID. Remember that? Here's a good one. National Bomb Pop Day. You know those bomb pops? The red, white, and blue. They look like a bomb. The shell or something like that. A bomb shell. Um, it's a popsicle, basically. Just a, a fat popsicle. And then you have National Camera Day if you're a photographer. And then there's International Day of the Tropics. I like the tropics. Sometimes, I don't know, tropics are pretty, can be pretty cool. I don't know about the bugs and insects that are, that are in the tropics. They can be a little scary. Uh, it's National Waffle Iron Day. So, you know, if you got a waffle iron, go ahead and celebrate by uh, making up some uh, waffles. But I like this one. This is, uh, it's a foodie one. That's why, you know, if I say I like it, it's more than likely it's a foodie. National Almond Butter Crunch Day. Oh, my God. It looks good. Um, National Alm Alm Almonds, Almond Butterscotch Day is observed annually on June 29th. Toffee covered in chocolate came together to create butterscotch. It has a crunchy texture and a caramel flavor. Variations of the recipe include toasted almond sprinkles. And I, I love that on ice cream. Hashtag National Almond Butter Crunch Day. As far as that goes, that's a good one right there. And uh, picture looks pretty good too. 
Uh, let's see. We do have an interesting article for the day. Where did I put that one? Ooh, I, f I didn't queue it up. See, there's a I, there's a second thing I forgot. I forgot to queue up the uh, the article. And let's see. We left back here. The last one we had. Actually, the last time we uh, we talked uh, on the audio podcast here uh, was last Thursday, a week ago. We were talking about the black hole emitting jets of X-rays that are sixty thousand times. But we're moving up the queue. Oh no, that was the that was the last last week was the dazzling Arizona uh, ancient bronze sword. That's right. I'm getting them all mixed up here. But what we're going to talk about is a little um, Picasso art. And this, I, I sort of preempt, I usually preempt, a, do a, uh, a preview of what I'm going to talk about. And in this, um, when I was going through the list yesterday on uh, Twitch, where I live, live stream Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at around 5.30 in the morning. I used to get up at, I like quarter, get started at quarter after five, but because I'm retired now, um, officially for what, it's, it's uh, two and a half months now I've been retired, newly retired. Um, I stretched that to like, uh, well, even this broadcast here, I get, I get started a little later. I used to do it at 5.30. Now I started what, at six o'clock? Yeah. It's because we've been on for 21 minutes. So yeah, a little after six. So I'm not in no great rush, and um, but I usually uh, yesterday's uh, Twitch live stream morning coffee broadcast. I said I was going to talk about this one because it's very interesting. It's a uh, woman finds four plates for six dollars. Okay, you go into a thrift store, you see some decorative plates. Yeah, six bucks. That's that's a fair price, more than fair. And um, these are interesting plates. But the thing about these plates are, they were made by Picasso, the artist. She started crying in the thrift store. Yeah, because she's making a lot of money, or they're worth a lot of money. Uh, when a thrift store enthusiast found these strange-looking plates that uh, vaguely resembled human faces, she felt they uh, would make a great table set. The price was listed on the sticker at $1.99 a plate. Uh, right next to the same, right next to the name Picasso on the back. So there was a stamp on the back of these uh, uh, plates that uh, said uh, Picasso. So Nancy Cavalera Lear loves to fill up her apartment with uh, uh, stored pieces, but picked her and. But checked her enthusiasm, which right there in the China aisle was threatened to boil over. She didn't know Picasso made ceramic at the time. So probably she just thought maybe somebody just put it down there. Okay, it's Picasso because the art looked like one of Picasso's uh, arts, I guess, or uh, pictures. That he painted and she goes on to say I stumbled on the plates during my daily trip to the store on my way out I noticed some new china had been added to the shelves my first reaction was they would make a great table um, table cap but then I turned them over and saw Picasso in either case she checked out checked out for a, a grand total of six dollars and ran back to her office to do some research. So she probably had a gut feeling when she saw that word Picasso. 
Pablo Picasso was one of the highest selling artists of all time, and he did, in fact, make all manners of ceramics, including pictures, plates, bowls, and vases, over 600 pieces in all. These plates were part of that large set, and when um, she managed to, to turn up an internet page with them, she freaked out and started crying. Well, why not? Calling all the major auction houses in New York City, it became clear that they could fetch around $4,000 each a plate. Wow. That's $16,000. Wow. Less than half of what they actually did sell for when a bidding war over her Picasso plates set um, all of them over $10,000. So it was, absolute, it was absolutely bananas, she said. I was watching the auction from the office, screaming, crying, and throwing up. She couldn't believe So she bought these and put them out to auction. Thrifty by nature, if not in name, uh, Cavalier took her five-figure windfall, five windfall and invested it uh, before getting back to thrift drifting, which she says is harder now than before the pandemic, as uh, the demand for secondhand merchandise has increased, okay, because the cost is of everything has gone up. So people are utilizing that uh, uh, resource a lot more. But can you imagine going in, picking up something for for six bucks and then being able to sell it for over 10 grand? <laughs> that's, that's an amazing story. That is, that's a shocker. So a woman finds four plates for six bucks made by Picasso. I'd probably hang on to them for a while. Just, well, no, I'd be afraid I'd break them. Yeah, I think the smart thing is, if you don't, for <laughs> $10,000, you, you can go get some fine china after that. That's an interesting story. That's a good story, too. Uh, let's see. In our world history for today, uh, we have uh, on the list here, the first known recorded recording of music, um, Handel's Israel in Egypt was made on a wax cylinder back in 1888. And let's see, back on this day, the United States National Forest Service was organized in 1891. They take care of our force here in the United States. And let's see, what else do we have? 67 years ago today, the interstate highway system was established in the United States to create a national road grid that today totals 48,440 miles across all 50 states. Um, it ushered in the first national road number system for cross-country travel, and they all have uh, unified sign design. And, and here in New York State, the, the main interstate uh, that goes across the state, upstate here, is uh, Interstate 90. Uh, we do have here down along the southern tier, Interstate 96. It used to be Route 17, but it's been transferred over to uh, the vast majority of it. It's a road that goes all the way from Jamestown all, all the way down to New York City. 
for the most part, and um, uh, that's becoming an interstate. And uh, completed in 1992. Yeah, I don't know if they completed it. They're still working on it. Uh, the cost of the construction for the interstate was about 114 billion, but the roads are owned by the state in which they were built. In, until there, I guess there's a national disaster then. But it was uh, President uh, Eisenhower that uh, started this. Um, American Interstate Highway System, and um, back there in 1956. So let's see, over on the AP, um, let's see, in 1613, London's original Globe Theater, where many of Shakespeare's plays were performed, was destroyed by a fire sparked by a cannon shot during the performance of Henry VIII. <laughs> that's, that's, that's interesting. Um, in 1776, the Virginia State Const uh, Constitution was adopted, and Patrick Henry was uh, made the governor. Um, let's see. In, in 1970, the United States ended a two-month military offensive in Cambodia, which was part of the Vietnam War, one of the, the eyesores of uh, American history. You know, looking back on it, we, 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 we should have never went in there. Uh, wasn't the same thing with uh, the long war over there in Afghanistan. We were over there longer than we should have, I think. But uh, that's just my opinion. Uh, let's see. Um, I'm not seeing anything else really of interest. Uh, so let's get to Major League Baseball. Major League Baseball, uh, the... Uh, Let's see, the New York Mets, they lost to the Brewers. and But the New York Yankees, <clears throat> they trounced the Athletics. But there was something else that happened with the New York Yankees. Their pitcher, uh, Domingo German, pitched fourth perfect game in New York Yankees history in a uh, trouncing of the A's. I posted a New York Post article of this. And uh, I'm looking at it right now, but German threw the fourth perfect game in New York Yankees history and the 24th perfect game in Major League history. Um, dazzling as he retired all 27 batters he faced on 99 pitches. He only pitched 99 pitches. And usually... <laughs> There's a pitchers will get up to 100 after six or seven innings, and they're 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 uh, relieved. So you don't have pitchers normal in this day and age of baseball go past seven innings. That's just a game plan they work. But I guess uh, there was almost another one. I guess I read a headline that uh, the Los Angeles Dodgers uh, uh, the pitcher came out because he was a little tired, and uh, but this is uh, 99 pitches with nine. Strikeouts in a 11 to zero win over the Athletics. Uh, that uh, there was 12,479 people that were in the stands. I did not watch the game last night. I didn't even turn it on. I just went to lay down on the couch last night and I was out like a light. Um, I think it was because the night before I stayed up for uh, my good friend Ted Hicks, who does late night parenting. Uh, it's a podcast that he does over there on uh, Stitcher. And um, 
Uh, he usually does the uh, live stream broadcast, but repurposes it over there on Stitcher. And uh, check out Ted Hicks on Late Night Parenting, as far as that goes, over there on Twitter. And his Twitter handle is at RealTedHicks. And you'll see the broadcast there. And uh, he also repurposes it over there on his YouTube channel as far as a in podcast form. And uh, we appreciate that, Ted. Ted is a fellow New Yorker. He's down there in Long Island. And it's always great uh, um, coming up on his broadcast. And it's a real treat for me as far as uh, conversing with him, along with a few other knuckleheads as far as that goes. Uh, but German, uh, Domingo German, the pitcher for the New York Yankees, finally, final offering in the sixth pitched ninth inning was, um, you know, you got to figure um, the last inning, he grounded to third and he could have scooted by that third baseman and would have been a base hit, but no, uh, Josh uh, Donaldson fielded it and clean um, with a, a, and cleanly fired at the first base and, uh, after that last out, the Yankees just went to the ball, uh, to the pitcher's mound and mobbed <laughs> Domingo German. And uh, congratulations for a perfect game. And um, even if you're not a Yankee fan, just for baseball history, you got to be amazed. A perfect game. I mean, the last one was, um, oh, let me see. It was in here. The last uh, perfect game uh uh, was back in uh, 2018, but the perfect game. Oh, what, when was that? Uh, it was here somewhere. But the last Yankee that had a perfect game was uh, David Cohn back in 1999. I think the last perfect game was. Uh, I thought they had it here. Oh, I gotta just scroll down a little bit. I want to say 2018, I think it was, as far as that goes. I can't see it. Maybe that was in a different article. But um, baseball history. Baseball history. So the Yankees uh, tonight, let's see, are they playing tonight as we're looking at the scoreboard here? Uh, the Mets are playing the Brewer, Brewers at uh, uh, 710. And it looks like uh, I do not see the Yankees. I guess they're off tonight. Nope, they're, they're playing the Athletics. Oh, they're playing them this afternoon at 3.37. So um, I'm going to be indoors. I'll have the TV on for that ball game, hopefully. And uh, we'll watch the uh, – I'm sure they'll be talking about uh, the perfect game last night, which is baseball history. Fourth one in Yankee history and the 20 – what did they say? 24th as far as that goes. And, um, uh, yeah, 24th in Major League – baseball history so there we go and we just clicked over 35 minutes so we're going to go ahead and exit stage left here on the uh, fireman rich audio podcast and get our day started uh, refresh my coffee here and uh, get some done things done here at the computer desk and uh, see what the day brings so uh, we'll, we will be broadcasting tomorrow on twitch uh, the what, what do I call that thing? <laughs> the, the live broadcast over there on uh, uh, Twitch. Let's see. I, got, I can't think right now. I'm so I'm just amazed at thinking about that perfect game. Uh, but we'll be on tomorrow for the Friday morning coffee. 
Twitch broadcast as far as that goes and uh, getting our day started tomorrow. We talk a little bit longer over there. We talk sometimes. We've been going for about an hour, hour and a half. We got a real active uh, chat where people come in and we discuss various things. And uh, it's always fun doing that. And it's always fun doing the audio podcast here on Spotify for podcasters. And we thank Spotify very much. I am a user and consumer of Spotify. Uh, I don't work for it, full disclosure or whatever, but I do like the, uh, the fact that they, they kept the old Anchor app, even though they renamed it and re- they rebranded because they own it. It's their sandbox. I, re- I highly respect that, but I greatly appreciate this app that I'm able to use on my LG Stylo 5 track phone, Android track phone, and uh, it's always fun using it, doing the audio podcast. All right, folks, this is Rich Roberts, Fireman Rich here on Spotify for Podcasters, also at Fireman Rich over there on Twitter, where I told myself as a social media observer, social media enthusiast. In other words, I like playing on this thing called the internet, and doing the audio is fun. Audio is fun. Audio is social because I'm sharing it with you and you're listening, taking a little bit of your time to listen and I thank you very much. You all have a great one wherever you may be on this big blue marble. Live life, have fun. Ciao for now. As always, peace. Take care, folks.